Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Yeah! Hello! <laughs> Hello, dance physical therapists. I'm coming on live right now with the Rankins, Corey and JoJo. Thank you so much, you two, for agreeing to come on yeah we that, love it we go everywhere there was no agreeing jenna said she wanted to put her name on the same thing i'm doing i said yes anything, <laughs> anything jenna touches is amazing so there was no agreeing it was automatic i love it honestly if you guys have not never connected with Corey and jojo i couldn't recommend knowing them more just very supportive humans and that speaking of support that's what they talk about is support in marriage and so we're going to be connecting, maintaining a good marriage and honestly relationship while you're pursuing a career in dance PT. Yes, you can generalize it with business or being in school as a student. At the end of the day, a relationship is a relationship and this is what they specialize in. So I'm really excited to be diving into this topic in which honestly, I don't know anything about other than my marriage with my husband. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's the best place to start. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's, that's the only place you need to know anyways. I love it. So one what, and only. I, I love it. So could you share your backgrounds? Yeah. Um, your connection with like physical therapy um and how you know people through this and then how you got into the relationship stuff. Yes. So it's a long story, so I'll share it. Um so okay, long story short. So I'm in grad school right I'll, now. I'll say the short version. She can say the long no, version. No, no, I'll share it. We're good. Um, so we, I'm in grad school right now to become a therapist. Um, Corey did physical therapy. That was his major, right? Yeah. But we all know that life does not turn out the way we plan. There's the short oh, version right, right there. The was joke. that what you were going to say? No, yeah. No, no. <laughs> anyway, life does not turn out the way you plan. So our whole plan growing up, not growing up, but as a couple, we've been married for about 12 years. We've been foster parents. We have had 30 kids over the years. We've had a lot of experiences, right? Um, but, and I'm a nurse, but I'm going to grad school to become a therapist, right? So that tells you a little bit. So our whole plan was I was going to open up a therapy clinic to become a therapist. He was going to open up a physical therapy clinic. Bam, done. Not really like entrepreneurship, but not creating our own like shebang, right? So um, we actually had a tragedy happen in our community and I had to work. And that night I saw families destroyed before our eyes. And so mm -hmm. I came home, I was talking to Corey and I was like, it was horrible. We were just talking through stuff. 
And that night I got a very strong impression. Your mission in life is help families. And I thought, well, that's kind of a ridiculous thought because I was already in my undergrad to become a therapist. Um, Corey had just finished grad school, I think, or was finishing. I think he was finishing grad still school in or grad school. still in grad school. Yeah, he was still in grad school. And we had been foster parents for about five years at that point. And we'd had tons of kids in our home. So I was like, okay, that's a cool thought. But, um, and then fast forward a couple of years and we go to a physical therapy conference, right? SSHC, SSPT, whatever you want to call it. And we're there. And Greg Todd's talking about opening up your business. And I was like, well, our whole plan, again, Corey's going to open up his therapy clinic and I'm going to open up my therapy clinic, you know, because I love marriage and family. And like, that's always been, we've always coached couples, just not paid, not official. You know, um, I thought you had to be done with grad school to do that. But um, we started our business coaching couples. And it's interesting because we've always done it. We always had frameworks. We always had um, like how to help couples fix their marriage. But we never knew that that was a possibility to um, do it as a business. So now Corey can share his part of the story, right? Well, I was just going to say the short version is physical therapy is what allowed us to be an entrepreneur now. Because yes. in July of this year, I was actually still studying for my physical therapy exam. And I, I was scheduled to take my test at the end of July. And in the early part of July, I was just like, Oh, I think God is pulling me away from this f for a while because I still love physical therapy, but I was like, you know, I, as I was studying, I was just, I really think God is pulling me away from it. And it's true. So in July of this three weeks before my exam, I can't, I canceled my test and walked completely away from physical therapy because I felt my time was better served saving families than it was saving a knee. So mm -hmm. I did graduate physical therapy school. I do have a doctorate of physical therapy and I have more student debt than my mortgage, but <laughs> that is all to say Welcome that to physical therapy, right? <laughs> that is all to say that I thought walking away from physical therapy would be a super big challenge, but because my passion is families, strengthening families, as a foster parent, I have five children that we've adopted. So the way that our special family has been built has been very unique. And each one of these children in our home came from a one-parent home where they weren't raised with their, their parents, grandparents raised them. They were on the streets, whatever it was. But not one of our five kids or very few of the other kids that we fostered, period, had had a father in their home. And so our ultimate goal is to strengthen families and strengthening marriages so children can be raised in a two-parent household. And so that is kind of our, our background where we got started with relationships because we've been fostering. People have always been in our home asking, well, why is your marriage perfect? Well, it's not perfect. It's close because JoJo's a part of it. No. But um, other than that, we just are very intentional. And so that's people were drawn to us because we do have a very – high quality relationship, but it's because we're very intentional. So people are drawn to us either for help with their relationship or help with their, their toddlers with their struggling um, parenting and overwhelmed there. And so kind of as God molded us, we now have a business where we help entrepreneurs strengthen their marriage. And so 
the short version is God had a different plan for me other than physical therapy. Yep. Love it. I love that. I love it. You know, you just accepted the journey. That's amazing. For now, for those listening people who are just in a relationship, those who aren't in a relationship, those who, this is for all people, because we're all going to be dealing with some Absolutely. sort of relationship that's very important in our lives. Um, with that in mind, why, why, why is this topic important? You start a business, you have a marriage, you have a relationship. Why, why does this even become a thing? Because yeah. they're totally, totally separate. I'm just, I'm just doing the, this to help you guys get into it. But like, oh, yeah. no, it, it, that's a fantastic question because think about it. Why in the world are you becoming a physical therapist, a dance physical therapist, so you can control your time, so you can work with people that you enjoy, and most of all, so you can provide for your family. So think about this. Becoming an entrepreneur, doing your own thing as a dance physical therapist will allow you freedom with your family. But what good is building a thriving business regardless of how much money you're bringing in if you do it at the expense of your family, if you leave your family behind? And I think it's important also to point out, so let's say we're all climbing this journey, right? This mountain, right? It's an individualized journey. But when you get to the top, who do you want there? When you look to the right, look to the left, who do you want there? You want your family there. You want them to be up there with you. If you look at Corey's hat, I didn't even realize he was wearing that hat until I saw it. But right. that's our, so, so in our Facebook group, it's called Marriage Ascenders. And huh. you can see someone else, one spouse is pulling up the other side, is pulling up, whatever, is pulling up the other person. They're helping them along the way. And I think that's one of the biggest things because as life goes on and as life gets difficult, I mean, we've had 30 kids in our home, like it's a constant turmoil and emotional stress on all our kids. It's emotional stress on us. Like, I mean, you know, there's lots of trauma that goes on, but as long as we're able to communicate, as long as we're able to pinpoint one thing that we can do right together, it pulls that other person up. And so this matters because if you will actually turn your attention to your home, as you start your journey as an entrepreneur, your business will take off. And what I mean by that is most people, most people do it backwards. Yeah. Most, yeah. most people go hard in the business and unintentionally the family becomes second place. Mm -hmm. They're not spending much time with their spouse, especially when they're first getting started. I don't have any clients. I got to reach out to doctors, got to reach out to the community. I got to reach out to clients. I got to practice dance. I got to go to recitals. I got to do this. I got to be great like Jen and go to the hospital and go everywhere else. And now, you know, you've started your day at five, six in the morning and now it's midnight and you've had zero time with your family. And so that's usually what the pattern we see as a new entrepreneur trying to get things going is they go hard into business and the family becomes second place. Mm -hmm. So wow. this, is, this is absolutely why it matters. Because if you will turn your heart to your home first and allow them to be the foundation that you build your business on, your business will thrive. Because if you think about it, what happens when you're overwhelmed at work, when you're going too much, you don't have the mental clarity, you're not effective, your bandwidth to be creative is minimized. Speaking of which, I am going to step out for a second because I hear kids fighting downstairs. So I'll be back. Corey's got this. Zero. Yeah. Love but it. That, that's why it is important because 
when we really keep our family at the first priority, yeah. now they're a support for us. And the journey of an entrepreneur can be very lonely because people just don't get it. Our mm -hmm. family and friends, they're like, well, why did you walk away from a stable income to do this thing that you may not even know will work? Well, it's going to work because I'm going to make it work. But that that's a mindset that entrepreneurs take. Mm -hmm. And that can be detrimental if they're not really putting their family as the first priority. But also, it doesn't have to be just a marriage. It, that, that goes into effect with, with the customers that you are serving, the clients that you're serving, is that the relationships that you have are only as good as the attention you give them. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited about this next question that I was just thinking, I'm going, oh my God, this will be so cool. So there are the obvious, you know, the signs that things might not be going so great in your relationship at the time, such as, you know, arguments. What are some, what are a couple um, signs that you might need to pay more attention to your, your marriage that you might not where you might overlook it as a like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What are, what are some, some not so obvious signs that might be like, Hey, you might want to put a little energy back into. Yeah. That. Um, that's a great question. Well, the first thing I would say is that this is just a natural thing. As you work hard as an entrepreneur, you come home, you're tired, you're worn out, whether you have kids or not, you worked all day and now it's time to take care of the housework or the kids and the routine and stuff. And you start to remove yourself on accident from the bedtime routine with the kids. You're not going to bed at the same time as your spouse and your intimacy starts to decrease in frequency. And that is a, a huge thing to keep an eye on because if you're normal, intimacy is a couple times a week or whatever normal looks like to you and it starts to fade like let's just say you're intimate with your spouse two to three times a week and now you've been really busy in the business and you ha haven't had any intimacy in a whole week and now you're on to two weeks and now you're once in a month when you've been doing it a couple times a week that is a huge sign too that not not so much that there's a problem but that the home is not getting enough attention is the intimacy is drying up because why is the intimacy drying up? It's because the co emotional connection is fading. Jenna, correct me if I'm wrong, but a woman has no desire to be physically intimate with their husband. If they don't feel that they're emotionally taken care of, if they don't feel that there's a connection, if they don't feel like they're, they're protected. And so I'm just speaking for like for me, if I was a man and I was an entrepreneur and my wife was home and my intimacy intimacy started to fade, it's probably likely because Jojo's not getting enough emotional attention. And as a dance PT, male or female, that could be something that could be very easy to miss is that, oh, I'm tired. And it's not really correlated with my intimacy is fading or my Emotional connection is fading. It's just, oh, I'm tired the next day, the next day. And I say, that was the first thing I said first, because it's not something that you'll think about. No, it's not. It's something that yeah. could ha potentially have a huge 
impact on the quality of your relationship. Not saying that physical connection is the only thing in a relationship, but it is one of the major love languages. And so if that is a love language and that is missing or completely eliminated, now you've essentially removed what fulfills your partner the most, if that's their love language. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, that, wow. That was great. I, I'm going to just grab one more nugget. What Do you have a second nugget of that? Because I think this is, it's not even like, a, it's just for people to go, ooh, you know, that might be something to pay attention to. Do you have another nugget that comes to mind? And you might be like, ooh, <laughs> like that was um, my yeah. one. Yeah, I could, I could talk all day on this, but another thing that would be um, something to look at. How is your tone with your spouse? As our, as our community, as the stress rises, we start to get short. We start to get harsh. We start. I'm sorry. Our expectations for our spouse start to become poorly communicated. And if we, if we have an expectation that goes unmet, our feelings are hurt. Yeah. But this becomes important because we can't expect our spouse to know what we want, what we need, what we feel, what's wrong. Right. If we we don't, because here's what usually happens. We have an expectation that we don't communicate at all to our spouse. Then our feelings are hurt. We feel unloved. We feel like you're not good enough when those expectations are not met. And now you get mad, your feelings are hurt or whatever. But it's kind of like voting. If you don't vote, you have no room to complain on about the outcome. And that, that's the same thing. I mean, you didn't vote, so you didn't get your opinion in there. Yeah. There, there's really no room to complain about the outcome, but that's yeah. the same thing with expectations. If you have not clearly communicated your expectations, there's yeah. no there's no room for your feelings to be hurt because we're not magicians. Right. We we can't guess, even though we can have a really solid connection with our spouse and we might know what is wrong. But think about this. I'm going to the ice cream shop. It's a local ice cream shop. We're there pretty frequently. And the the people that are serving the ice cream, they know me. And they say, oh, you want Rocky Road today? And I say, yes. And they serve me Rocky Road. But what happens if they just hand me a Rocky Road ice cream and I didn't? ask for it that day. What if I want something different? Now, either they're giving me something that I don't want or don't need or didn't ask for, or they're scooping the ice cream back in the thing and now they got something else and now they just look really silly and they're embarrassed. Their performance at work, if their supervisor noticed that, that's not a good outcome and that's the same type of thing. It's silly, but even if I want the same thing over and over and then today... I really had a hard day and I don't want ice cream period. I just want a hug for my spouse, but I never told him that mm-hmm. now I'm getting this Rocky road ice cream that I don't want that will make me sick if I eat it or will just melt because it's not going to fulfill my needs. And so that's one thing too. Like if you just expect that your spouse knows what you want or what you need, or you just kind of want them to guess what is wrong. That's another thing that is can be problematic, but going back to the tone, um, when, when the stress elevates, our tone often gets poor. And so, um, that's one thing that I would really focus on too, as far as some barriers or red flags to look at. If 
you're someone that um, is in a relationship that's real gentle, real calm. And if your spouse not lashes out at you, but if their tone is harsh or they're abrasive or they're hurting your feelings because you're not being understood, those kind of things, chances are something's wrong. Something's overwhelming. There's too much stress on at the business. And don't, sometimes that is poorly reflected onto the entrepreneur, reflects it onto their spouse or their children. But if we just pay attention to our tone, am I being gentle? Am I being loving? Am I, would I want my, if I recorded this conversation, would I be happy if my spouse returned, just mimicked exactly what I said to them? Would I be angry? Would I be upset? Would my feelings be hurt? And usually it's unintentional, but that's something that really can be a, a breakdown in communication because a lot of the barriers that we experience are from a breakdown in communication. Yeah. And the communication, think about it, Jenna, you and everyone else that is in physical therapy school knows that about the fight or flight, that if our body's in that fight mode, we're not processing. We're not thinking clearly. We're not looking for solutions. So if my tone is intense or it's not where it should be, my spouse has two options. They can fight back or they can shut down and, and run away. And neither one is going to be lead to an outcome that we desire. So the tone becomes very important because when we're overwhelmed, our lack of sleep, we're stressed, our our emotional connection has started to fade. Now think about it, Jenna. If if your husband is really sweet to you all the time, and then he's really short, and, really hot, and, and, and you're feeling really, such a like I'm married. I'm like no. <laughs> and now now your feelings are hurt. Yeah. Now you go from feeling so loved and I'm I'm his queen and everything's great to. Does he love me? What is wrong? Am I good enough? And that's not a space we want anyone to be. But yeah. if if that same scenario happened to you, I can guarantee that emotionally you'll can you'll start to pull away from him as an emotional connection, and then your physical um, connection, your intimacy will start to fade up. Now, if you're not physically and emotionally connected to someone, the spiritual connection is gonna fade, and now. Now, what kind of connection do you have left? Nothing. Like, the love you both share for your cats. Now, 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 your roommates. Now, your roommates. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This yeah. is so great. Um, I, I'm, uh, I think this is such a valuable conversation to have and to keep having. Um, I, I am going to cut it short because I like these these conversations to be brief as like a little preview to even dive deeper. But before we end this, I would love to you to have like your mic drop moment right now on like your last words you want to say, then we'll go into where people can find you on social media, your group, all that stuff. Because I think this is an ongoing conversation and things people need to have. I honestly might bring you guys back um, because this is just like Valentine's Day, maybe Valentine's Day. Oh, good, good, good. Whenever. <laughs> Whenever. Oh, amazing. Um, so, but yeah, what will be your mic drop moment on this topic for people who are thinking, you know, dance PT, whether they're working for someone else or starting something on their own and the whole idea of relationships. Mic drop moment in five, four, three, two, and action. Think think about this. How many of you have felt that you've ever rode the struggle bus? Just things have been hard. I imagine all of us 
can think about that. We're in a tough exam in PT school and we want to quit. We start to question, is this worth it? I've got so much on my plate. Is this ever going to work out? Is it going to be worth it? We've all been on the struggle bus at least once. As a, as a PT student, it's probably pretty frequently. But I want you to embrace the struggle bus. I want you to get on that struggle bus with joy. And what I mean by getting on the struggle bus, share with your spouse three things each day that were a struggle for you. Something that you struggled with, something that was challenging, something that was hard, something that was uncomfortable, something that you failed at, something that you were un unable to complete, something like that. Because think about it. If you're in school, you're tired, and your spouse says, how's your day? Fine, good, hard, I'm tired, whatever. One word answers, no conversation. But if you really take time to share your struggles, and more importantly, listen as your spouse shares their struggles. Now you take a two-second conversation into two minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Now you take it into something that is a connection. Now you've given your spouse an opportunity to make your burden light. Because if I tell JoJo today that, oh, I struggled with virtual learning with the kids. I, I struggled with my workload and I struggled with, the caseworker that always disrupts my schedule as a foster parent. If those were my struggles today, which they were, but um, if I tell Jojo that she can't really do anything about the, um, the caseworker coming, but she can, she can ask me, well, what, what can we change to, to make the virtual learning better? What can we do for this? She start, she can now be the solution to my problems. Several of those things she can take away from me. And now my burden is not nearly as heavy. Can you imagine if your professor in PT school says, oh, I know, I've been watching you study for hours and hours. Here is the, the answer key. You have 20 minutes, but here's all the answers for your test. And the score you get on this test will be your final grade in the class. You would be so excited. Your burden would be so light, and you would feel that you – um we're really rewarded for your efforts. If you give your spouse the opportunity to lighten your burden, that's essentially you giving them the answer key to a major test in physical therapy school that is not classified as cheating. It is your teacher be like, here's a gift for you. But if, if we don't know about it, how, raise your hand if you are willingly telling your spouse, oh, this is what I struggled with today. This is what I had a hard time with. This is what made me uncomfortable. Nobody's having that conversation. And if so, that's why I say if you'll willingly embrace the struggle bus, share three wins, or I mean three struggles with your spouse. So that's how you get on the struggle bus. That's what Jojo and I call the struggle bus. Share those struggles and then get off the struggle bus with sharing three things of gratitude. What are three things you're grateful for today? Hopefully, at least one of them is directly correlated with your spouse. Because think about this. If life's challenging, you're sad, you're frustrated, you feel alone, you feel discouraged, it's easy to stay there. And the longer we stay there, the harder it is to get out. But are you going to stay in that place that's hard, that's dark, that's uncomfortable when you're grateful, when you're evaluating the blessings that you have, when you're looking at the things that you can do well, the things that brought you joy? Are you going to stay there? Not very long. So that that is my... Mic drop, if you could call it that, because usually a mic drop is short, and that was not short. But 
ride the struggle bus with joy. Have those conversations. What were you struggling with? Give your spouse that opportunity to lighten your burden and then end. Get off the bus with gratitude. That was a perfect mic drop moment. I loved it. All right. Let's get it. Where can people find you on social media? All that stuff. So we are Corey and Jojo on Facebook. You can just search Corey and Jojo or probably the best place to come find us is we have a Facebook group called Strong Business, Stronger Marriage. And it's for married entrepreneurs who want to strengthen their marriage and want to strengthen their business because most people think it's one or the other, a strong business or a strong family. But we want you we want yeah. you to have both. We want you to have a thriving marriage and a thriving business. And that's exactly what our focus is in our Facebook group. So if you're in a relationship where you're married and you value that relationship and you want to make it stronger and you want tips to make your, your business stronger, then come join us there. And that is a great place to play. Or we've got some journals and stuff on Amazon that if you just type in, Corey Rankin, you'll have several options. You can have a journal for a book for yourself. You can have a, a couple's journal that you and your spouse can use together. You can find the book that my eight-year-old wrote himself. I got that. I got that. And I forget who I gave it to, um, but I got it as a gift for someone. Maybe it was my nephews. It might have been for my nephews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, Georgia and I just have a desire to serve. So if you want help strengthening your marriage or you feel like you need a community where you want people to have the same goals as you come join us in our Facebook group. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Have a happy holiday. A happy new year. All the above. All right. We're just going to sign out now. Cause that's no, it. No, no, no. I got one question for you. Jenna. Oh, yeah. What, what can I do for you or your dance PT group? Are you kidding? Just literally keep doing what you guys are doing. You really, it's, uh, literally your, your mission and what your purpose, you and Jojo is freaking excellent. So I, I merely mean this, keep being you. Well, that won't change, but let us know how we can support you because we both find our greatest fulfillment when we're serving others. Oh, I love, well, you know, I relate. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. All right. <laughs>